Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. We're very excited to have on Her Excellency Kara Owen, the British High Commissioner to the Republic of Singapore, joining us now. Hey, it's a real pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And you have been uh, at some commemorations this morning. Tell us about what's been happening in Singapore to mark VJ Day. It's really important that we do all we can to make sure that we honour those whose lives were sacrificed. This morning, uh, I was up at Kranji uh, for a small private commemoration. Um, uh, I think if it wasn't at a time of COVID and the restrictions that we've got, it could have been a bigger event. Um, But we had a very small private commemoration where we invited along uh, people from um, uh, Australia, New Zealand, India, Malaysia, Canada and Singapore uh, just for a private moment of reflection where we could lay some wreaths uh, and where we could honour those who died in this part of the world. And I think it's a, it's a wonderfully sombre but necessary event to hold in Singapore. I mean, according to the BBC, an estimated 71,000 soldiers from Britain and the Commonwealth uh, died in the war against Japan, including more than 12,000 prisoners of war who died in Japanese ca- captivity, many of whom, of course, died at Changi. So it's important, isn't it? Sometimes this particular war in the Pacific is referred to as the Forgotten War because there is so much emphasis on events in, the, in Western Europe. And it's vitally important, isn't it, Miss Owen, that all generations, but particularly the younger generations in Singapore, don't forget the sacrifices made by others. Yeah, absolutely. When you're standing there up at Kranji at the Singapore Memorial and the Commonwealth War Graves Cemetery, what really strikes you as somebody standing there in 2020 is what these individuals went through. Now, there were some professional soldiers that made part of this extraordinary army in which 40 different languages were spoken. It was incredibly diverse. Uh, and uh, people from all over what is now the Commonwealth contributed. But as you're standing there and you're reading the names, uh, and there are kind of 4,000 uh, graves there and the 24,000 names on that Singapore memorial, and you read every single one of them, and you really think about how the level of sacrifice and the level of kind of unfamiliarity and challenge and difficulty that these people went through on our behalf uh, to fight for the freedom that we enjoy today. And you look at those names, and they all had families, they all had parents, they all had siblings, they all had spouses and that's when it really strikes me you know, you can think about it on a very personal level. We're speaking with Her Excellency Kara Owen, the British High Commissioner here in Singapore about the VJ Day celebra- commemorations today, 75 years on and many people don't remember that you know, after that initial campaign of the 8th to the 15th of February 1942 here in, in Singapore, mm. some 80,000 British, Indian and Australian troops were taken prisoner here, joining already 50,000 more that were taken by the Japanese in the Malayan campaign. And, and you, you mentioned, of course, the, the 24,000 Singaporeans that were, uh, that were killed. And, and, and there, there's, so much, uh, there's so much to know about the history in Singapore. And I know that you've been in Singapore a relatively short time. But are, are, you, um, are you amazed at how rich the, the war history is here in Singapore and in, in this part of Asia? Uh, yes, 
and people do an awful lot to keep it alive. I'm a historian by background, mm. so I have always been fascinated uh, by the events that took place in this part of the world. Uh, but not everybody has that uh, privilege. I really agree with the efforts that are made to try and connect the younger generation to what happened during those years. And I think the Singapore government and other organisations have done an awful lot to try and keep those memories alive and to help us understand what happened on this island and in what was then Malaya um, during the uh, Second World War. Not just during the fighting, but also the suffering sacrifice of the civilian population uh, during that period too. And as a fellow historian myself, I I have to acknowledge the role that the British High Commission has played in recent years. I know you have many events throughout the year, particularly at places like the the Kranji War Cemetery. And the British High Commission has done sterling work in promoting is the wrong word, but highlighting the role that you mentioned of local Singaporean soldiers and civilians during World War II. I mean, for example, the Malay Regiment famously mounted that last stand at the Battle of uh, Pasapanjang. 1,400 soldiers, courageous young men of the Malay Regiment, uh, stood and fought against 13,000 of the Japanese army. Before, of course, I mean, unfortunately, they, obviously they inevitably surrendered, but it was a heroic stand from many, many Singaporeans, and that element shouldn't be forgotten either, should it? That's exactly right, and that's why this morning we took some time to lay a posy of remembrance uh, at the, um, uh, uh, the one of the gravestones of uh, a member of the Malaya Regiment. And we also took some time to go and lay a posy um, at the grave of Tan Kei Hai, who was a Singaporean who volunteered very early in the war, uh, joined the RAF, and uh, won the Distinguished Flying Cross um, for his service in Italy. He also served in uh, North Africa and in D-Day, a really extraordinary story uh, of the Korean who chose uh, to volunteer to put his hand up and to go and train and be a member of the RAF and fight thousands of miles away from his home, just as uh, those uh, kind of British, Canadian, Australian, Indian um, uh, men and women who are commemorated at Kranji were also fighting thousands and thousands of miles away from their homes. So many stories of honor and courage uh, from from those days. And uh, as you look at, at the situation now, and you've, you've already spoken uh, quite eloquently about the need to make sure the younger generation knows what happened, what more do you think can be done, maybe not necessarily in Singapore, but Singapore as well, but across, across the world that, that so many young people will remember just how important uh, these battles were and, and, and you know, how we hopefully will never repeat a world war uh, in the future. What can we do? How can we make it live for them? I think it's, I think it's individual stories, bringing it back down to the personal, going in and learning about a bunch of dates um, isn't necessarily the way that uh, people's minds and imaginations are captured by history. But I've got two girls, and I know that when I talk to them about individual stories, uh, it really captures their imagination. So um, talking about the people who served, finding out about their families, finding out about their individual contributions, uh, finding out what life was like for them during that period, that's when it really uh, comes alive. You have to transport people back to those moments um, being a 2020 person and really think about what it was like then. And I think that is how we honour what they did on our behalf. 
That is so true. The individual experience is so important. I think it's one that translates so well. I'm so glad that you mentioned the the Singapore memorial there because when I visited uh, the Kranji War Cemetery in the past, and I would recommend, I would insist actually, that all Singaporean listeners visit because sadly, very few Singaporeans have actually been to the Kranji War Cemetery or not enough, certainly. And, and part of the reason for that is because maybe there's this slightly unfair view that it's just a, a memorial for Allied forces, Western forces, Caucasian forces primarily, when it really isn't. And when I visited, what struck me was what you said, the personal stories related to the Singapore Memorial. Because when I was there, I happened to be there when a school party was visiting and this wonderful Singaporean school teacher had all the children sat on the floor in front of the Singapore Memorial and she was picking out individual Singaporean names and giving each of those names their real backstory, their actual, what they did in the war, what, who their family was, where they lived, where they came from. And you could see it on the faces of the students. They were totally enthralled and in awe of these sacrifices. It is the personal in the end, isn't it, that gets through? Yeah, exactly. Um, what did they eat? What were they ill from? You know, it's those kind of things that really make people understand what it must have uh, been like. So I think that teacher, whoever they were, uh, deserves a medal themselves because they're really doing the maximum to honour uh, the previous generation. We went to the there was one. Yes, sorry. go ahead. Sure. No, I was just going to share. There was what, there was one uh, name quite extraordinary. Again, going back to the personal, um, there was one name amongst the twenty-four thousand and the twenty-four thousand that are on the Singapore Memorial are people who have no known grave. So we know they died somewhere here within the region, but their bodies was ne- were never found. But it's really important that their names are remembered on the memorial. And my colleague showed me one, uh, Flight Sergeant Joseph Wilkinson, and he said to me, he came from a town in Cumbria, which is where I'm from, uh, called Egremont. And I said, oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's the town where I went to school. Uh, And uh, back in my hometown, I asked a friend to go and look at the war memorial that is in the town in West Cumbria, Northern England. And there his name is on that memorial. Mm. And there I was here this morning being able to lay a posy um, at his uh, grave. But uh, acknowledging the Malay Regiment, acknowledging Tanke Hai and the other Singaporeans who died, acknowledging a very young Indian soldier who had lost his life in this theatre as well. All of those are the things that really make you think, my goodness, I'm la- um, we're laying a posy at the grave of somebody who was 16 when they died. Yeah. 16. So many stories of courage uh, from that time. Uh, Singaporeans, Malays, uh, and the Commonwealth forces that that fought uh, so bravely and uh, so many decades ago. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.